The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. Well, why don't you hold your Bible, lift it up real high, and shout, this is my Bible. I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter. A doer, not just a hearer. Today, Namslange, Vandar, I'll learn from God's Word, and my life will never be the same because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Man, anybody else glad that it's summer? <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Jesus, for that. Amen. Uh, so today's our Vision Sunday, as uh, uh, Pastor H alluded. And so why do we do Vision Sunday? Vision Sunday is our... Is uh, every year we sometime in September we you know pick a weekend that we share our vision uh, with everybody. The reason is you know uh, without a vision, the Bible says people perish. Right in uh, uh, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, it says without vision people perish. Uh, it also says if you read the same verse in the NIV, it says without vision or revelation, uh, it says the people cast off. Res- restraint in other words uh there's no discipline it you know when there's no vision uh uh you know and and usually it happens like when people uh, come here maybe because we're young someone came to me and said man pastor you look 29 i said thank you praise the lord <laughs> i said man you look young uh, sometimes when people come here you know they kind of assume you know we don't have a vision they kind of assume it's open season it's boo-boo-boo. they kind of assume <laughs> They kind of assume cheap boo-boo-boo, boo, you know, you just, there's no goal post, right, to, to score into. And so, you know, and, and so uh, sharing the vision is very important because it brings us all to be passionate about the same things. And so we can all get excited about the same things. If you read it, in the NLT, it says this. It says, where there is no vision, uh, people run wild. Right, I was watching this this thing on uh, on the internet. So there were a bunch of uh, uh, primary school kids. There were it was athletics day. Some of you may have seen it. And so this one kid uh, was running. He was leading the pack, and he went and he passed the baton to the other kid. Right, and then this other kid took that thing, took off running, chest held high, uh, 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 head straight. I mean, he took off running. But there was one little problem. He was running in the wrong direction. <laughs> you know, and so the teachers had to run after him. And I mean, they lost the race uh, when they could have won. They were leading that entire race. And so we don't want to, you know, uh, we, we, we want everybody to run in the right direction. Amen. We don't want to have to call somebody and say, oh man, that was the wrong direction. Come on in. Let's fix that. Uh, the Bible says uh, in Habakkuk 2.2, 2, uh, in fact, my wife should be coming up here because we're going to do this together, right? Habakkuk 2.2, 2, it says in the New King James Version, it says, uh, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision or the revelation. He says, write the vision down and make it plain 
on uh, tablets uh, that he may run who reads it. So, again, there is a running we need to do, but we have to run according to the vision. Running is a position and a posture of passion. God wants us to live our lives passionate. He wants you to be passionate about something. That's why he says in Romans, uh, I believe, chapter number 8, he says that do not be slothful, but fervent in the spirit. God doesn't want you and I just rolling out of bed and just, uh, you know, Oh, swing low, swing chariot. No, he wants us to be passionate about life. Amen? And he says that passion comes when you have a vision. Now, the things we're going to be sharing this morning uh, are things you can use in your personal lives. Uh, have a vision uh, for yourself. Have a vision for your, for your family. Have a vision for your business. You know, you can use this, these principles, really. They're going to help you uh, to actually uh, get some passion in there, get everybody to be committed to the same things, and uh, get some results. He says, when you write the vision down and you make it plain uh, on, uh, you know, tablets for us, it can be in your real tablet, you know, right? That you was talking about a stone. Uh, tablet, right? The stone. But if you do that, if you write it down, uh, what's it, what it's going to do is it's going to get you to be passionate about something. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bring passion into your life. And so we as Faithful Church, God has given us a vision uh, that we run on. And that vision is literally our track that we run on. And uh, when everybody gets on that vision, we run. Man, we have exponential results. We get to reach the city. We get to reach the world, and we get to see uh, so many people's lives transformed. Now, Faith Hill, we launched, uh, planted Faith Hill, you know, the church, uh, in uh, 2014 on the 24th of November. Still remember the day. And uh, almost eight years ago, we're going to be celebrating eight years in next month, uh, two months, you know, November. And um, what had happened was 21 people came. Yeah, in our lounge. In our lounge. And we thought, praise the Lord, this is a full house. And the following week, we grew to about 14. And then the week after that, we grew to about seven. It may have been yeah. five, but I'm counting our children, so seven. Yeah. Ourselves and our children. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, we were growing backwards. But the thing about vision is uh, once you see it and you see what God is trying to uh, do in your life, it, it brings strength to you and really his grace empowers you to run after that vision you can run through a troop you can run through walls you can run through goliath but the thing you've got to see is a vision what is the vision that uh, God has for us? And what is the vision that God uh, wants us to accomplish? And, and I really like the clarity of this vision God gave us because not only did it energize us uh, to start running, it also energized us to say no to something that was not a part of this vision. So having a clarity of vision also equips you uh, to be able to say no uh, to something that doesn't fit the vision. So uh, cutting the long story short, and I was watching someone, they said, man, African preachers, they say cut the long story short, but it's too long. <laughs> so cutting the long story short, you know, this is our vision, right? Three words. What are they? Ready? Read. Word. 
transform, engage. And so this is really why we exist. You know, we exist uh, for the word and we exist for transformation and we exist to see some people engaging with uh, the vision. And so we're going to talk you guys through it so that, you know, you can see uh, where you fit in the vision because the ultimate goal of having a vision and making it plain is so that everybody can put their fingerprint uh, on that vision because really uh, any vision that's big and that's global uh, takes all of us uh, for it to come to fruition. You know, they said if you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. But if you want to go somewhere far, you know, go as a team. And so we believe that as you listen, as you look at this vision, you'll see uh, how you can put your fingerprint uh, on this vision and how we can change people's lives together. Amen. And so before I even get into what I'm going to share with you about the vision, uh, what I'm not going to talk about around this vision is, uh, you know, buildings and how we want to buy these buildings and stuff. We definitely are going to buy a building at some point. Uh, But the vision God gave us uh, didn't have anything to do with that. God told us, he said, you're not in the business of real estate. You are in the business of people. Amen. So this vision is it's, it's not going to have anything to do with the stuff out there. It, buildings, if they come, we'll receive them. Praise the Lord. Uh, but don't forget, it's just brick and mortar, right? Uh, the real vision God gave us had to do with people's lives. So what you're going to hear today, uh, just apply it to how we can impact people. It's all about people. Yeah. Jesus came because of people. He died because of people. And uh, he has given us the great commission because he wants to reach people. So everything we do has to do with how we can impact people's lives. Yeah, can I get amen. an amen? Amen. And, and I want to add, stuff is, is temporal, right? It's, yeah. all, it's subject to change. You know, buildings will come and go, you know. Man, we'll get buildings for 10,000, 1,000, 100,000. They'll come and go. But one thing that will always remain, really until Jesus comes back, yeah. is the vision that Jesus has given us as faithful church. Man, one thing that we will always do in every season is word transform engage man that's what the lord has given us as faithful church to do and and i think i really had to add to that because you know i think a lot of people we you know we make visions about things that that will pass away yeah. you know this vision yes we may add to uh, you know uh, to, to enhance it to it right um through various initiatives and stuff but the three words and man you all need to get this right if you're part of faithful church family the three words that you absolutely need to know are word transform engage and this is really cool to make this uh vision plain as well uh, so that when you see pastor teach uh teaching something else that's not word we can all hold each other accountable right and say hey what's up with that where did that come from there's no word in that you know where is the word in that in fact sometimes i watch uh, people preaching uh on the internet and i don't type it i really feel strong to type it and say not a word was used on that day that's what i sense in my spirit I, you know i want to type it and i say not a word was used. not a script not a bible verse was used on that day but i don't type it because I have a powerful uh, uh, fruit of the Spirit called self-control. Amen. Hallelujah. But anyway, the first thing is word because really the Bible says uh, in Psalm 11 verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? God has given us his word to stand on. Amen. In fact, the longest chapter in the Bible right at the center of the Bible is Psalm 119 with over 160 verses and all of them 
point to the importance of the word. Every single one of that verse, it says your statutes, it says your laws, it says your word. Uh, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Every single one of those verses, you can go and read all of them. They're talking about God's word, right? Because at the center of our lives must be God's word. Amen? Amen. And so we believe as Faith Hill Church that God has has called us uh, to teach the word. And we're going to look at uh, what the word of God uh, can do, you know, for people's lives. If you read in Mark chapter number 4, verse 14, it says the sower sows the word. And so we see here that the word of God is a seed that produces fruit. Amen. Uh, The word of God is not a tool for bashing people uh, or arguing with people. The word of God is seed that's meant to be planted with the goal of producing fruit. It is a fruitful life uh, that can uh, minister to to a dying world. You know, people uh, out there, I'm talking about unbelievers, because they do not have spiritual perception, we can't reach out to them with tongues. We can't impress them with tongues. You know, they'll look at us and say, man, y'all crazy. Amen. We can't even impress them with, uh, you know, our religious calisthenics. But the thing that can impress them, the thing that they can't uh, argue against is, is fruit. Amen. You can argue with a man with stories, but you can't argue with a man with fruit. And so really we believe the word of God is the foundation, watch this now, for a fruitful life. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. What is he saying there? He's saying the words that he speaks, the the Bible, uh, uh, when you read it, don't read it as a history book. Read it as a bag of seeds, 66 books that are giving you seeds to plant into your heart so that you can produce after uh, its kind. Amen? And so really, this is why the foundation of everything we do uh, at Faith Hill Church is the Word. I could go to Second Peter, uh, chapter number 1, 16 to 20. You can read that when you get home. You know, the Apostle Peter went with Jesus to the Mount of Transfiguration. James and John was with them. And there they heard an audible voice from the Lord saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. But Peter uh, looked at all of that and made this conclusion. He said, We have a more sure word of prophecy uh, to which we will do well when we take heed. What is he talking about? He's talking about the written word of God. He's saying, man, when you, when you get the written word of God and you put it in your heart, uh, you can be guaranteed of the fruit that's connected to those seeds. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. And so after we, we, we make the, the word of God the foundation, you know, we believe as faith of church, God has called us uh, to, to uh, teach the word so that it can produce transformation and this is why the second word on that vision is is uh transform so after the word you see we we move into uh transform or transformation romans 12 2 uh, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but be what transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And so I was sharing with someone, I said if, if there was one verse that really describes faith in your church and what we are about, it's Romans chapter number 12 verse 2. 
I believe this is the most important scripture after you get born again. What is the most important thing you do after you get born again? Renew your mind to know uh, what it, the promises of God. Renew your mind to know uh, what, what it means to be a child of God. Renew your mind uh, to know uh, where you are seated uh, in Christ and uh, your new identity. All of that uh, comes from Romans chapter number uh, 12 verse 2. Why? Because the goal of the gospel is to transform lives. Amen. This is why we say on the slide, uh, we only measure success by the transformed lives of the people. So at Faithful Church, we don't measure success by the budget. We don't measure success by, you know, the, the outward uh, appearance of stuff. We only measure success by the transformed lives. Amen. We, we, are, we are addicted. We are committed. We are, man, we want to see people's lives transformed. And the gospel of Jesus Christ has the power to change lives. Amen. Uh, I've seen poor people uh, transform uh, and, and, and become prosperous and be, be a blessing to other people. I've seen, you know, uh, people who were uh, sick get healed and start praying, uh, uh, healing, you know, others to others. I've seen uh, people who came in one way, depressed, just not interested in living. Man, people show up. I say, man, such and such. I see them on your videos. They're glowing. What happened? It's the word of God that brings transformation. Amen. You may have come one way, but if you receive that word, it has the power to bring transformation. And so we have some uh, transformation stories that we want to share with you. And this is not an exhaustive list, no, right? This, this is by no means an exhaustive list, right? Yeah. I mean, we get um, testimonies probably every week. Um, at the church office about how the word of God has really just changed people's lives for the best and the better, right? Um, so we're going to share this morning about eight um, testimonies or transformational stories that we've, re re that we've received from literally all over the world. Come on. So the first story I want to share um, this morning is, is Brian and, and Janet's story, right? So Brian and Janet um, attend our first service uh, for those that don't know them. And, and this is really what they have to say. They said, faithful church has impacted us greatly by bringing the word of God alive in our hearts. Um, we have fallen in love again with the person of Jesus. And, and, and so, I mean, Pastor Tia said it so, so well, right? I mean, it's the word of God that, that's truly going to change your life. Amen. And so, and so this word of God has absolutely fundamentally changed their lives. And man, they've fallen in love with Jesus. Come Thank on. You, Father. And this is abbreviated. I mean, they, saw, they send a paragraph, Yeah, no, right? they send a lot. All of these people send quite a bit, okay? So, so we've we kind of abbreviated kinda, yeah. it for you so it um, to fit, digest. So it can fit on the slide. <laughs> and look pretty. <laughs> okay. Then we've got Kareem and Mignone Bailey all the way from Cali, uh, USA. And this is what they have to say. They said, we're so thankful to Faithful Church for opening our eyes to the gospel of grace. Come Man, on. who's so excited? Who's so grateful for the gospel of grace? Come on. You know, we are, right? And this is what you're going to hear at Faithful Church. You're going to hear the good news of the gospel. Amen. And then we've got Rati Magura. Uh, she's in England. And she says this. She says, the word-based teachings on healing and knowing my inheritance in Christ have transformed my confessions and expectations concerning healing for myself and those that I serve um, through my line of work. And so Ratti is a, she's involved in the pharmaceutical sort of medical industry, right? And man, here she is. She took the word of God. I mean, she really did to believe it not only for herself, but for the other people that she's either, um, you know, serving or ministering to in her profession and 
really the, the people that she's, she's working with. And, and this is really a testimony all to, to the, the word-based um, teachings um, that we hear here at Faithful Church. Then we've got John and Marianne. They attend the first service as well. Um, they say the Faith Hill package is amazing. When we are welcomed, when we are welcomed at church each week, the warmth and love we receive from everyone is magnetic. They say then as we led, um, as we praise and worship him, led by the worship team, God's love is tangible, preparing us to receive his teaching. And I love this testimony so much. Because here, you know, we've got to say if everyone has a part to play. Come okay? on. And it's so encouraging to see how John and Marianne, I mean, the, 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 the greatest impressions, because we ask these, all of these guys, like, what, is, what, what, has, what does faithful church mean to you? What has, what has hearing the gospel of grace done for your life, right? And you know, the thing that they could think of was really the warmth and the love that they receive from everyone, from wow. all of us. And I mean, this is the culture that we, you know, we have been so um, focused and so determined uh, really to build here at Faithful Church. We, Faithful Church is a culture of love. Man, if you come to Faithful Church, you're going to be greeted warmly. You're just going to be embraced. And, and, so, and so here again, everyone has their part to play. And we just want to say thank you to everyone who just really serves so faithfully. Each and every single week, you know, from the greeters in the parking, the greeters right here, the ushers, the media team, all of you, you're all playing a part in someone truly just receiving, you know, the gospel, receiving the message that's preached each and every single Sunday. So kudos to, to all of us. Amen. Then we move on to Durban to our Faithful Church campus in Durban um, where we have Julia, Letabo, and Tapelo. And this is what they've got to say. They say, the gospel of grace that is taught at Faithful Church has taken us from a life of anxiety and uncertainty wow. to a life of joy, peace, and victory in Jesus. Come on. Man, this is what the word of God will do for your lives too. Amen. And so they say, we now serve because we desire more people to know about this life transforming word. Thank you, Father. Then we've got Dakota Melrose in Colorado. I love his picture. Can you see his picture there? He said, send us a picture, your best picture. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what he said. Yeah, Remember, so I said, him. send us your best picture. He sent a no, picture from so, 1942. Yeah, no. So I said, I said, hey, why don't you take some with your phone and send it? So he sent this one. Yes. At that point, I stopped asking. <laughs> Amen. But it really stood out, you've got to say, right? So Dakota from, Mel- if from you're Colorado. Watching, love you, bro. Amen. He says, I love the praise and worship. If you could have seen the exclamation marks, exclamation mark, right? He says, the team is great. And being from another country, they take an own style of songs I've never heard before is fantastic. As well as the original worship songs coming out of Faith Hill Church. Amen. So kudos to Faith Hill um, Worship Collective. Man, through your songs, we're getting the gospel all the way to Colorado, USA. Amen. Then we go back to Durban, where we've got Nick, Nicky. It's like I made yeah, a mistake. So, so, so their Nick, husband and wife. Nick is the husband. Nick Nicky is, is, the, is no, the wife. Nicky is the wife. Yeah. Yeah, we hope it's that way, right? Some, women, yeah. some men are called Nicky. But Nick, Nicky, Austin, and Kayla. I wonder what happened when they met. <laughs> hey, my name is Nick. Hey, I'm Nicky. I'm Nicky. Right. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. It's like man, they, they're a part of our family um, and at Faithful uh, Church Durban that, that meet in Mplanga. Um, and it says, we thank, they say, we thank God for leading us to Faithful Church where we felt at home since day one. On. Man, that's a culture of warmth, a culture of love that's being experienced at each and every single Faithful Church campus. It says, our lives are truly being transformed 
as our minds are being constantly renewed by the truth of the word that is being taught and preached. Amen. Come on. And then the last testimony we want to share is one of our own. Um, that's Nikki, um, who's based right here in Johannesburg. Now, now um, Nikki's testimony is really, really absolutely amazing. Uh, she grew up as a young child. She couldn't... Um, a partake of any form of dairy. And I think later on in life, she was diagnosed as having lactose intolerance. And so she says that she said, um, you know, we, we had a healing series. Do you all remember that series um, we had? And she said, um, Pastor T shared that foundational scripture, which was 3 John 2. You know, we said, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and what? And be in health, even as your soul prospers. Yeah. And she said, man, she took that word. She dared to believe that God had already healed her. And so what she said she did was, man, she just knew that she knew that she knew. Man, I am, I've received my healing. In fact, I think you prayed, you prayed for people that were sick and one of the words um, that you spoke over us was that someone was being healed from an intolerance. Hmm. She took that word and she, and she not only like, believed it, but she, she acted on it, right? Hmm. So straight after service, she went and she got herself the biggest glass of milkshake. Come on. Milkshake. Hallelujah. And you know what? For good measure, she drank it all. <laughs> and we thank God because, man, nothing happened. In fact, she says this. She says, I am now able to not enjoy all dairy products. And so she says, thank God, you know, for his faithful promises and, 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 and his love for me. And, you know, we share these um, stories, these transformation stories, really as a, an encouragement to you of what the Word of God can truly do in your life. In fact, the Word of God is really the only thing that has the power within itself to bring itself to pass if it's believed and if it's acted upon. Man, and if we believe the Word of God, if we take all of these teachings that, you know, these amazing wordful teachings that we're receiving, we believe them, man, you will see transformation in your lives too. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And uh, man, like uh, Pastor C said, we get, you know, uh, uh, really testimonies every week. Uh, the one that really blessed me was of this doctor. She said she watches. She may be watching right now. Uh, she said she had started uh, prescribing our podcast uh, together with the other prescription for people uh, with anxiety disorders. So she yeah. tells them, hey, listen, uh, with this prescription, take it after meals uh, three times. And she also says with this podcast, it goes with the prescription. And she's been seeing a great amount, a great deal of results. Amen. Yeah. And so, man, we're rich in the world. Uh, again, this is just uh, what we could fit uh, in the short yeah. time that we have. But like uh, Pastor Henry said, uh, Pastor C said, we get testimonies literally every week of people all over the world. Somebody else got healed from a ventilator. They had flatlined uh, and uh, brought back to life, came back uh, uh, to life from COVID. Uh, somebody else, they couldn't have children and uh, 10 years waiting and they had uh, uh, conceived and had children. Man, the word of God is the power to change people's lives. Amen. And so, I mean, we're seeing all these transformation stories and credit to the word of God. God has given us his word to change lives. Amen. Come on. You can, you can clap. You can hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah thank you jesus and so uh part of the vision the third word that we have on the vision is engaged so we believe you know once you've come in here uh you you come in one way you've heard the word and there's been some transformation in your life uh we believe uh once you're transformed and you start to enjoy all this success then the third most important thing for you and i to do most reasonable uh you know according to romans 12 1 right is he says read reasonable service right is to is to offer ourselves
services to others. It is to preach the same to others. It is to reach other people. Why? Because engage is simply this. Uh, everyone has a part to play. <clears throat> That's what engage is. Uh, everyone has a part to play. Now, some of you may not know this, but, you know, when we launched uh, Faith Hill, the Lord put in our hearts uh, uh, to plant 10 churches in 10 different cities. From day one, we knew that God had called us to raise leaders, uh, plant uh, 10 churches uh, in 10 different cities, and the Lord showed us how we would do that. He said when someone has reached Engage, and you start training them at the Engage level, you can actually equip people that will be able to go out there and change, change the world. Amen? And so the Lord gave us what we call, this is all faithful stuff. You can't Google this stuff. You won't find it anywhere else. It's all faithful stuff, right? The way we raise leaders is what we call the, the four leaders, the four pillars of engaging. So after you've come in here, you've received the Word of God, and uh, you, you've seen some transformation. Now it's time to engage. And how do you engage, you may ask. So you engage in four different ways. Someone say four. The first one you engage is uh, through uh, generosity. We believe uh, that giving uh, positions you uh, to receive from the vision as you support the vision. In fact, the Bible says in Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know, uh, most ministries actually all over the world uh, that I, I, I interact with, uh, when they are hiring, they only look in one place, and that's in the pool of their partners when they are hiring staff. And I, it used to uh, confuse me, like, why does that matter? Uh, until they showed me this scripture in Matthew 6, 21, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. <clears throat> and some of them are so strict, they say, have there been a partner for at least three or six months? It's, it's, it's just awesome. And the reason they do that is because they want to get people who carry the same heart. Amen? And so generosity is one of the pillars that you can uh, engage. The second one is uh, discipleship. And I'm going to come back to that. Or oh, in fact, let me talk about that. Uh, uh, the, third, the second one uh, is, uh, in fact, forget discipleship. We're going to come back to that. The, 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 the other one is missional living. What is missional living? Missional living is simply this, you know, being externally focused, right? As a church, when you get to a part where you engage, you're just simply someone who's externally focused. What does that mean? That means you don't think about yourself uh, too much. You're just there to see how we can reach uh, more people. Can I get an amen? amen? In fact, you see maturity in believers when someone is constantly thinking about how can we reach the world out there. We can't be worrying about, and I tell my staff this, I tell them, hey, we, we usually have uh, any other business in our Friday staff meeting, and guys like to bring problems. Eh? I said, listen, I said to them, listen, I don't, we don't want to problems about the color of the flowers or the carpet or this, and the, I don't want those problems. They're not going to help us reach a dying world out there. Yeah. And so what we do is we train people to think externally. So how can I reach more people? How can I reach a dying world out there uh, uh, to, to bring them to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as our Lord and uh, Savior? So that's missional living. And we also uh, send missionaries out there to be trained. Actually, next month, I think we have a bunch of them going to Guadal Guadal 
Guadalajara to Mexico. They're going to Guadalajara <laughs> for one of our, you know, uh, uh, mission trips. There's a bunch of them going out there, and the reason we do that is so that they can be trained, equipped, and come back uh, uh, different, you know, uh, leaders, and they can impact and uh, just uh, uh, give back to the community. Amen. Amen. So we have a bunch of them. We're going to be praying for them to go out there and uh, do the the Lord's work. Uh, the the third one is serving. Right? Uh, we believe that Jesus Christ said this. <clears throat> In fact, we don't believe that. He said that. <laughs> 100% Jesus said, the greatest among you is the one who does what? And so, uh, in, 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 in our Lord and Savior, Jesus' books, uh, uh, leadership is defined by serving. You know, uh, someone once said, if serving is beneath you, then leadership is uh, beyond you. You know, I wish the government was listening. But, uh, <clears throat> but leadership is defined by serving. Can I get an amen? When they say you are a leader, uh, what they mean is you are a servant. You are called to serve others. That's why we call the people that work in government civil, servant. not civil bosses. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> amen, amen. And then you have got to say, you know, the, the word serving actually simply means being of use to someone, okay? We, we, we need to um, really have a heart where we're constantly looking for opportunities to just be of use to someone else, to just help someone else just become better, right? And live a much better life. And, and at Faithful Church, we're really blessed because we've gotten several opportunities that you can just be of use to someone, right? And, and, and I said earlier in the first service, man, you don't have to, please don't disqualify yourself. Man, if you have a gift of smiling, you know, you can be of use to someone. You know? some, some people are just blessed. They can just smile and, and, and someone, and just by looking at them, I'm all of a sudden, I've forgotten, you know, not having water for one full day, okay? And then if this is you, this is definitely a gift from God that you could absolutely put to good use to really help someone hear the gospel. Man, if some of you, some of you are huggers, okay? We know you. You're huggers. Man, you can use that gift too. Because what happens is many of us disqualify ourselves from serving. Because we just think, oh man, I can't sing. You know, I can't write music or whatever. I can't uh, hold a camera. But man, you, you, every one of us, the Lord has Come given on. all of us gifts. Every single one of us has been given a gift, a talent, a skill. You know, we had one gentleman who didn't even know he could take pictures. Right. right? And what did he do? He just said one day he decided to put up his hand and say, I just want to serve. I want to just be of use in this church and just help someone become better. And so the media team, we thank God for the media team, said, okay, here we go. Here's a camera, right? And through that, he discovered he even had a gift of taking photos. And you Come all on. know him, right? Martin, who takes all of our gorgeous family portraits every Sunday, right? So, so don't ever disqualify yourself. This is an area where you can actually begin to personally put your own fingerprint and really help help us build and, 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 and take uh, this gospel, this good, God, good news of the gospel all over the world. 
Amen. And so engage is a, is a place where we train leaders. This is where we train leaders. When we say engage in our minds, uh, we're training leaders uh, that are going to plant churches, that are going to reach the world. Uh, I mean, the race is long. I was talking to someone. I said, man, we're going to have schools. We're going to do different uh, things. But the training begins today uh, for people to catch uh, the vision, catch the heart. I'm sure at this point you're starting to see that it's not boo-boo-boo. You, you, you're starting to see that, oh, okay, these people. Because really, really, you know, because we're so young, I mean, we, 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 oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how many people come and sell visions to me. And I'm just like, no, the Lord has given us a vision and that's what we're running with, that's what we're doing. It does not mean that what they're suggesting is wrong. It just means that we don't have a grace for it. This is what we have a grace... Can you imagine me trying to be Joel Osteen? Uh-uh. I can't imagine. Can you imagine me trying to be, <laughs> trying to be Jake's and just, uh, you know, it's going to be hard, right? And so we like to be who God has called us to be so we can flourish in the thing that God has called us to be. So we said you can, uh, four pillars, we said number one, you can uh, engage through generosity. Number two, missional living. Number three, serving. And number four, as we close, is discipleship. You can, uh, you know, uh, participate uh, through discipleship. Jesus uh, called us to become disciples, and he also uh, uh, instructed us to go out into the world and make disciples. That's what Jesus said. He said, go out into the world and make disciples. We call it the Great Commission. Uh, For some, it's become the Great Omission. But Jesus called us to make disciples. disciples. And the way we do it uh, here at Faithful Church, we have what we call the four layers of discipleship uh, at Faithful Church. And again, you can't Google this stuff. You're not going to find it. Right? It's stuff that the Lord has given us uh, grace for, for, for here, for Faithful Church. So right at the bottom and the foundation of our discipleship is face-to-face. We believe in uh, 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 face-to-face discipleship, one-on-one discipleship. This is the most powerful discipleship there is face-to-face because people get to watch your lifestyle they get to learn from you they get to see how you treat your kids get to see how you treat your wife get to see how you treat uh, people get to see the fruit on your life so this is the most powerful uh, 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 you know foundation for discipleship because you don't want to have a good sermon but your life is off the tangent amen and so uh, face-to-face is the foundation of all discipleship one of the most powerful and right after that is what we call small groups and at faithful church we call them live groups and so we believe uh, that you know uh, the second layer of discipleship is small community groups uh, that meet you know weekly in our season in our yes. context they meet weekly on zoom and uh, the reason we do this is so that you can have friends you can have people to do life uh, with do life together people that can be a part of your life uh, godly people and so on and so forth uh, and, and, and I think this is so important and I know we at risk of sounding like a broken record you know life groups is 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 really the way that you're going to do life with like-minded believers That's you know right. I believe some of you here are looking <clears throat> for friends like genuine connections with people that just believe what you believe man life groups is 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 key 
It's absolutely key for you to be connected to a group of believers who are going to cheer for you. You know, who are going to, you know, when you get, begin to get promoted, they're going to be the ones who send you messages. Come man, on. They're, they're, life groups are the ones that are going to remember your birthdays. Come on. Okay? And so, man, if you want to make friends, if you want to meet your spouse. Hallelujah. <laughs> life groups is the place to Come be. Come on. Okay? Sign up. And Sign uh, up. speaking of which, we have a bride after church for our life group. And to which I must preach very fast. Yeah, yeah. I can see Sipo is busy looking at his watch there. He's our life group. Him and Amanda are life group leaders. So after this, the third layer is what we call the local church, right? What we're having right now uh, on this morning. This is very important for us to come together as a body and celebrate uh, Jesus uh, together as a family. And so we disciple the city, uh, the, the world through number one, face-to-face, number two, life groups, number three, local churches, and number four, we have what we call uh, discipleship of culture. So we disciple uh, culture, right? This is uh, where you you find things like uh, designer life. So you see, now now it's starting to, it's not like we were bored chilling out at home and say, Maybe we should get, add another meeting to the calendar. No, no, no. There's a method to the madness. So when we have a Designer Life Women's Conference, it is because we're using that to disciple culture. In fact, we were Designer Life. I was scoping uh, the crowd. I didn't know half the people that were Designer Life. You know why? Because the goal of Designer Life is not just for faith healers. It is for us to disciple the city, the world, and so on and so forth. Uh, when we're dis- talking about discipling culture, uh, we're talking about Marshall's Faith Heal, Wash collective man what are they doing they're writing new songs are uh, putting them out there so that we can use those songs to disciple uh, the culture today we sang two songs that were written in-house and that are you know reaching people outside of just these four walls because discipleship goes beyond these four walls we want discipleship to happen as you are listening to the radio in your car and so all of this is intentional we also have uh, what we call grace in the marketplace, right? We use this to disciple uh, culture. We also have what we call uh, the lover's boot camp, right? Uh, Where we're training and teaching, discipling couples in the family mountain. We also have uh, TV, right? We are on TV, for those of you who don't know, uh, we are on TV every Saturday. And what are we doing when we put out this broadcast? We're doing that uh, to disciple the culture. And when you take all of this and you sum it all up together uh, and you put it into one person. So when the, 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 the goal of, of uh, Word Transforming Engage is so that we can train leaders, right, on the engage part. Uh, what is that? It is to take everything that we have said and we put it in one person and zhoo, once they receive it uh, then they have the dna the faith your dna uh, to go out there and do the work that we believe god has called us to do and it takes work to raise leaders yeah. amen i mean it's going to take some work to ra- i wish i could just blow on people and then they get this leadership gene and then boom <laughs> But it doesn't work like that. It's going to take work. And the reason uh, it takes work is because we want to plant, uh, 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 we have another internal term that we use, triple C's, right? We want to plant people uh, that have the chemistry of, with the vision. People that have the culture. 
of the place, right? The reason chemistry and culture is important is because, you know, <laughs> I don't want to plant a faith in church and then uh, only to come find out when we visit the city that the thing doesn't even look like a faith in church. The pastor has one big crown, he's sitting on this sofa, and, and uh, you know, everyone is bowing down to him. He's got about 16 number bearers. And uh, they all bow. No, that's not. That's nothing wrong with that. That can work for other. Yeah, uh, nothing wrong with that. It's just not what it's God just has not called, what us, to called be us to, to do. do. And so this is why we're going to take our time to get someone to receive our chemistry, understand what is this about culture, what is faith here about, and then when they get these two, then they're going to become competent to do the job. Competence is the least of our worries. Anybody can preach a sermon. Uh, do you have the chemistry and the culture of what we are doing as Faith Hill Church? for us to be able to reach the world in a way that God has called us to reach that world. And so that's our vision. That's my time. And I have a bride to attend. Amen. Why don't you, why don't you stand on your feet? We're going to pray. Praise the man. You need to join a life group. Telling you the that, truth. That's incentive enough, right? Yeah, you need to, you need to join a life Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. Lord, we thank you for this house, Faith Hill Church. Lord, we thank you for the vision that you have given us uh, to be stewards over. And so, Lord, this morning, we just thank you for your grace that equips, empowers, strengthens us for us to run this race uh, so that we can see your word uh, published, your word reach all the four corners of the world from this place. Father, we thank you, Father, for your grace that is uh, empowering us, equipping us, uh, your grace that is opening new relationships, opening new doors of opportunity uh, so that we can uh, minister this gospel to a dying world. Lord, we thank you, Father, uh, for your strength uh, 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 that, that continues uh, uh, to, to, to build and to bring resources, both natural human resources, spiritual resources, financial resources. Lord, we just thank you that your grace is sufficient. Uh, for this house, for this vision, uh, so that we can reach people. We pray uh, for all our campuses. We pray for our campus in Durban. We pray for Pastor Dan's, Pastor Vilo, the work that they're doing there. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for open doors of opportunity. Whatever they need, Lord, we pray that your grace will provide. Uh, whether it be buildings, whether it be finances, whether it be leaders, human resources, volunteers. Lord, we just thank you, Father, that your grace will provide. And Lord, we thank you uh, for many that are going to come and put their fingerprints on this vision. We pray, Lord, that you will give them the strength. You will give them the energy that the grace of God will be their octane. It will be their fuel for them to do that which you have called them to do in this house. Lord, we thank you and we give you all of the praise. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. And someone said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I, I get excited every time I get to share about this vision because I, I shared it to five people on the first uh, uh, son, uh, the, the, the first year, the first year, and uh, in the following year, we, we shared it to 30. Following year, we, we shared it to uh, 60, however many they were, and now we're sharing it to hundreds. Some are going to be watching online. We actually are launching a global. Uh, online church service that's going to be happening every Sunday evening at uh, 6 p.m. our time, 
uh, but different time zones people will be able to tune in and uh, also get uh, the ministry of the word and we get to pray for them live not after the fact you know we're gonna get to pray for them live uh, those who are part of uh, uh, this this vision and this house and man exciting things happening in reaching people's lives amen and so and I just want to encourage you all man this we are living truly in exciting times and I just want to encourage you to just let's get on board with this vision man let's put our fingerprints to anything that needs to just be done man the Lord is really lifting the platform on faithful church like never before and man let's 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 give our best you know let's let's Come excel um, in the work of the Lord and get the gospel of Jesus to every single person out there amen, amen. hallelujah praise the Lord did we have any visitors anyone visiting us for the first time uh, today we didn't have any visitors oh it's family Sunday well we love you guys God bless you and remember these words from 2nd Corinthians 5 verse 7 for we walk by faith and not by sight we love you God bless you we hope this message has been a blessing to you thank you for listening to find out more about how you can become a partner visit faithhill.tv today That's who